0: Love Talk Radio. Trundle bed tales. Travel time. Today we're going to be talking to uh, the, a real treat of a person. He's the president of our college that I work at, community, uh, Kirkwood Community College, and he went on a service learning trip to Guatemala and is really excited about the experience. So I think that's just going to be a great time. But before we get to him, I just want to briefly remind everybody that if you want to call in or if you're out and about and want to listen to a show drive uh, live instead of streaming it, you can call to... 714-242-5253, that's 714-242-5253, or toll-free, 633 9389 that's one 633 9389 and with that, welcome to the show Mick.
1: Uh, Thank you, Sarah. I'm looking forward to having a conversation about my great trip.
0: Well, you sounded very excited when you told us about it, so I think we're going to have fun today. So do you want to start out just telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay. um, Obviously, as Sarah said, I'm Mick Starcevich, president of Kirkwood Community College. I'm starting my 11th year here at Kirkwood. I have been in education. This is my 45th year. Started out as a math teacher in Waterloo, Iowa, and progressed to be an assistant principal, principal, and then a superintendent for the last 23 years, and then made the shift to higher ed. and It was a it was a great decision on my part. I totally love what I do.
0: Well, and Kirkwood's a great college, and we've in the last 11 years. Thank you. So. so. Uh, how did you get involved with going to Guatemala
1: well I have a couple passions one is that we raise a lot of money through our foundation so that students that we can provide student scholarships and we actually are providing two point six million dollars worth of scholarships this year and as part of that the second area that I really have a passion for is that our students here at Kirkwood at a two-year college have the same opportunities that students that end up going to a four year college have, and that is one for study abroad or service learning trips abroad and so uh, that's how this got started. When I came, we went on two or three two or three different trips, and they were mainly study abroad. Now this year, uh, we have fifteen different opportunities for our students. And to sort of incent them to do that, uh, I provide a $1,000 scholarship for every one of the service learning or study broad trips. And so it really makes it very cost effective for our students to do that. And so I talked like that, and I raised money for that. And eventually one of the faculty members said, well, you need to either put up or shut up, so to speak. And so I said, Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with you to Guatemala. And so we went down to Guatemala in the summer of 2011, and it was with 26 of our present students and then two faculty members, myself, and then one student that had gone the year before that was actually a dental technician student out in Nebraska. She wanted to go again, and so she came down with her mother this time. And so we had quite a crew quite a crew.
0: Well, it sounds like it. So this was a, a Kirkwood service learning class. How do those work? Do the students just have to pay volunteer time, or are there other parts to the project, too? Too.
1: Okay, this is really uh, it's it really makes a lot of sense. Um, they take uh, prior to going, um, they have a three-hour course, and so they have to attend class Uh, I think it's once or twice a month uh, for the entire school year before we actually go on the trip. So it's a three-hour course, so they need uh, 45 hours of contact time. And during that time, they learn about Guatemala. They learn about the city that we're going going to, Antigua. They learn about the the group down there that sponsors these trips i mean that accepts us and finds our places to live and finds the, the houses that we're going to do and all of that kind of thing and uh... and I, I went to a few of those i wasn't able to go to all those but uh... the last one well a couple of them uh... one they make a little food that's going to be like what you're going to eat down there so that's a little different uh... the second thing is that we're going to be pounding nails and and lifting heavy things and so we actually practiced that for one of the classes where we pound nails into two by fours and into studs and into the drywall and everything so that they can get a hang a little practice with that because obviously some of them don't know that you need to get at the end of the hammer they've and just tap you know some of them just grab it halfway up and then just tap and so we did a little practicing on that so that was that was great fun and uh so that's that's the project, that's a 3-hour course and then when they get back home, then they have to write a huge paper about how it impacted them and what they learned and then there's also a time uh when, after they get the after the papers are completed that they have a like an open forum where each student uh, presents, or in groups of two or three, they present uh, lessons learned and what they learned and ho- how it impacted them, how it changed their lives. So it really is, it's a full-year experience, and then the 15 days they spend down in Guatemala is is the tail of the tape for sure.
0: <laughs> so you, you said one of the girls' mothers had gone... Uh, if you just wanted to do the service learning part and not the credit part, could community yeah. members sign up to do this too?
1: Um, that I'm not sure of, but I, I I would think they could if they have an interest in doing that um, because we're always looking for volunteers. Uh, we're always looking for, because we have quite a few international students that come here, and we're always looking for uh, home sponsorships, where they would live in the home for the first semester and then move into the dorms on the, at the second semester, it gives them a it gives them a real good jump start when they've got a home environment and then then they can move into the apartments. But uh, obviously, I think they can because uh, that that one student that we had from the previous year brought her mother, and so I think it's pretty much open to to anybody that you know. Uh, would like to experience uh, something like that
0: okay well what kind of work did you did in do in Guatemala? You mentioned lifting things and pounding nails, but what exactly was the project that you were working uh, on
1: okay the well the the first uh when we when we got there uh, into Guatemala city, then we drove to antigua and then got in and then were received by our host families and then um We were divided into three different groups, and this first group, that very first night, then they went to a soup kitchen and prepared the meal uh, for homeless, and it was actually two parts to that, Uh, one on each side of a wall in this big room. One was for families and moms and dads, and the other were for the derelicts and the druggies and everybody so that they could get a meal. And so we helped prepare that, and so that's the very first night, that's what they did a third of us and then the next two nights the other third went and then the next day we went over to the organization that sponsors this and we've changed organizations not now but um, uh, you learn a little bit about the culture uh, each, each one of us had to bring two duffel bags uh, a total of a hundred pounds of clothing, medical supplies, games uh, that we were going to use later on in the trip, and so we sorted all that and bagged it and got it ready to go. Because later on the trip, we went in out into uh, one of the small villages and held a bazaar. And when we got to this place where we were going to do this, there was a, a line three blocks long. I couldn't even see the end of it. And then those, and then we separated all on this big floor. And then people would come in and they were able to take uh, about six items apiece. And then They would go out, and the next person would come in. So our students would, you know, some of uh, of our students could speak Spanish. I had very little uh, Spanish background, (laughs) and so uh, I was sort of the tour guide. And a couple times I held babies uh, for the moms that would come in and then want to pick up clothes. So it was quite an experience. But that was day two. We sort of got that all ready to do later on in the trip. And then the next day we started for three straight days, with no power tools. We were divided into groups of, of, of five, so we built six houses. And that's the most backbreaking work I've ever done. Uh, there, when you think of a house, don't think of a house. This was a 12 by 16 room. That was the total house. Had a cement floor, had walls, uh, no electricity, no plumbing, had a lockable door and a lockable window. But when you looked at the rest of the houses around, this was like the Taj Mahal. And uh, so we worked on, you know, we trenched it out by hand. And then we had to mix and haul our cement by hand, um, hauling buckets of water. I mean, it was unbelievably hard work. And so uh, after the after the three days, then we had six houses, and you could tell them as you looked in the countryside because uh, Lisa Hebel, who is the faculty sponsor, um, all of the houses are blue that they've done, and so it was it was cool just to look at that. So we were transported there in the back of a pickup truck, and. Uh, and then worked along with one of the other volunteers that lived down there. So there were actually six of us, and they're they're the people that had the skills. And uh, so we put on a roof with a skylight, and uh, <laughs> it was quite an experience. And I, I mean, and when you talk to the girls and you talk to myself, uh, or the young man that went with us on from the fire science program, most of these students were from dental tech or dental assisting, and so. Uh, we completed our houses and then uh the people that were going to move in in fact ours for our house the mother that was going to move in she stayed there uh after the first day so that nothing would be stolen and so it's just a whole different atmosphere and then she had her whole family there the time we were done and obviously we celebrated and took tons of pictures and uh, it is a celebration cuz you can just see you can see it in their eyes just how grateful they are amazing, just amazing. And then you think about what you have, and then you think about, okay, just, I made a huge difference in their lives, but I also probably made a bigger difference in my own life of how I view things and how I think about things now. So that was pretty cool.
0: So you think it's still impacting you two years later?
1: Oh, most certainly. I th- I think about it a lot. Uh, I think about just the things that we saw and how they lived and how they scrounged to make a living. Uh I just think it it, is, it that it, that never goes away from you. And plus I'm Facebook with all of those people that went on the trip and so I get to keep up with with them and their lives and uh you really build I mean when you're working side by side for three long days uh you really and it was just amazing the work ethic of these young women and men uh i was delightfully surprised <laughs> and then well. uh then uh then we did go on a nice field trip uh up to a village uh Chicken, uh, no, no, I can't even think of the name now. It's been two years, you know. Um, but it was actually a, a Mayan village where the Christians had built half of a church and the Mayan people had built the other half. And it's it's all in one church. And so that that was pretty cool to see the two different sides and how they interacted together. And then the second week I came home. I couldn't spend that much time away. And then the uh, they started... Uh, Cleaning teeth, and they cleaned 1,120 some sets of teeth. Wow. Uh, they did a lot of a lot of dental work. Um, uh, there is an orphanage there. A bunch of the girls, we all went there one night. Um, but this is an orphanage where the government actually takes away children from the parents because they're malnourished. And so when I went there and you talked about some of these kids, they looked like they were one year old, but they were three and four. And so a few of the young women wanted to go back and just be part of that, and so they worked there two or three days. And then another group of our students were OTA and PTA, occupational therapy and physical therapy, they actually built three wheelchairs from scratch that – were built right for the people that needed them right there that couldn't walk or whatever their handicap was they said that was the most amazing experience they never thought they'd be able to you know use their knowledge to actually build a wheelchair that fit the fit the size of the of the child so oh. that was exciting too
0: so um, we're actually almost out of time already so
1: uh, okay I didn't holy want to, cow no,
0: I told you, it goes fast. Uh, It sure does. If somebody wants to have an experience like this, where can they find out more about the the classes that they could take?
1: Okay, they need to contact our International Education Department. And uh, the director is Dawn Wood, W-O-O-D. That would be the person to connect. And if you hold on one second... Um, Her number is 398-5443, 398-5443, or you can go online, our new brochure for this year is now available, and it shows all the international study trips, I mean, we go to Japan and we go to Europe and we go to Italy, we go to Australia, we go to Canada. <laughs> I mean, it is, uh, there's a huge trip to Cuba coming up here. Now, that one is study abroad. There's no service on that one. So if anybody's interested in that, that one's over the Christmas break. And I know this one to Guatemala is now over the over the break here. and It starts in January. And for two weeks at the first part of January, so there's a lot of opportunities. Uh, Vietnam, you name it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Kirk was showing uh, a leadership again. We do, we like to do that. Uh, <laughs> we like to do that
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> because so it makes it
1: makes it makes a difference in people's lives.
0: Yes, I, I really think we do. Um, did you? We are past the 15 minute mark. So do you need to go right away, or did you have anything else you wanted to, to share?
1: No, I think uh, the thing I would share is um, I think the students that do this, that that go on a service learning trip, come back so much richer from their experience. And I can tell you that because they all wanted to be friends on Facebook, and so I, I followed their comments, and and they still, after two years, they still make comments about that to not not to me specifically but uh, i post up on my page whatever that is but <laughs> it uh, it is just an experience and then for some of them um we just had a one to vietnam here uh, right at the end of the summer in august and it was the first plane flight for this young lady that was going over on a service learning trip so when you think about those opportunities uh we all take so many things for granted, and um, I think, you know, what we need to make sure is that we make our college an opportunity system for our students, and that's that's always been one of my passions is to make sure that they get the same opportunities uh, during their college career that somebody that goes to Coe or Cornell or Mount Mercy or University of Iowa will get the same opportunities.
0: Well, I I think you, you really do a lot for that and, and I'm I'm glad that you could come on today to talk about service learning. I think it's something uh that's new enough that a lot of people don't know Kirkwood does it and I think it's a great opportunity, just one more way that Kirkwood works to, to help serve the community. So
1: Well thank you, Sarah, for the opportunity to share what I've did. <laughs> well, you're very
0: welcome. And thank you for coming on, and everybody else, I will hope to see you back here for episode of Trendle Bed Tales. <laughs>